to another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources. I'm Bill Wastner. With me today is Aaron Garrett. Hi, Aaron. Hello. So I gather we're going to talk about wetlands. And when you talk about wetlands, the first question has to be, what is a wetland? Exactly. So wetlands are a general term. And they're used to describe areas that serve as a transition zone between land and water. But they are their own unique ecosystem that have many different characteristics influenced by that presence of water. So they range in their type of soil, their climate, overall water characteristics, the type of plants that grow there. And overall, they, they do cover just about 6% of the Earth's land surface. So um, are they mostly all the same or I, I've, I hear of terms like swamps and bogs and are they basically the same thing? So they differ greatly within wetlands there's many different types and it can be rather confusing because we use that general term wetlands very loosely um, but let's go through a few of the different types of wetlands that we have so if we start with a swamp a swamp is a wooded wetland and it receives its water from surface water inputs typically it has saturated or wet soils during the growing season and standing water at different times of the year so because it's a wooded wetland its dominant or main vegetation type is trees or shrubs so you can have a forested swamp a shrub swamp or say a mangrove swamp further south in the u.s in comparison to a wooded wetland you can have a marsh and a marsh is dominated by herbaceous or non-woody vegetation so marshes are typically also covered with water. So those plants that grow there are adapted to growing in wet soil. They also receive surface water, like flood water, runoff, river water is what's going to feed those wetlands. But they can also receive water from groundwater and rainfall. There's many different types of marshes that we might not think are necessarily a wetland. So things like a wet meadow, a prairie pothole, and even a vernal pool, those can all be classified as marshes. Now, other terms like a bog or a fen, they're much more specific in their ecosystems. So a bog typically has spongy deposits of peat, very acidic water, and often has a carpet of sphagnum moss. So very, very specific type of ecosystem. And it's typically mostly fed by rainfall alone. On the other hand, a fen also forms peat like a bog, but it's fed by groundwater and therefore is less acidic and has more nutrients. So you have a greater diversity of plants that grow there. Wow, let, let's think about right there. So what are the benefits of wetlands? Why should we be trying to preserve them? So wetlands have a whole range of benefits, but we'll just focus on three. So water filtration, water storage, and biological productivity. So with water filtration, wetlands are able to reduce the speed of moving water, which allows particles in that water to settle out. Um, the plants that are growing in wetlands also are able to slow and trap silt and soil particles can cling to polluting chemicals and then all those microorganisms and plant roots can absorb excess nutrients. So all of this works together to help wetlands absorb, you know, say excess nutrients 
from fertilizer application, manure, municipal sewage, all helping take that out of the water that's moving through them. Secondly, wetlands store that water. So this can help slow erosion, reduce flooding, and help recharge our groundwater. Um, so often we think about um, water storage as important along coastlines, you know, that experience lots of flooding or prone to hurricanes, but they're also very important in many other areas around the world. And finally, what I think is one of the most fascinating things is wetlands serve as either a nesting site or a migration stop for up to half of all North American bird species. That number is just incredible to me. Um, so they're truly an important habitat for some of our most beloved bird species. So countless species of ducks, um, you know, a yellow-crowned night heron, egrets, and even pelicans, which we do have in southern Illinois, that come through and migrate in our area. Wow. So how, how come Illinois has lost so much of its wetland? Well, just like all of our other ecosystems that we have, you know, as humans came in and settled the area, many activities just related to, you know, increased human settlement have resulted in wetland loss. So from urban development to agricultural development, the way that we've, you know, channelized streams and then other um, negative impacts that have resulted like pollution, spread of invasive non-native species, all of that has, has added up to result in a huge amount of wetland loss. Um, many swamps were drained because they were seen as undesirable, unproductive areas, and many were drained for farmland. So unfortunately, wetlands don't have the same recognition and value as more majestic ecosystems, but recognizing their benefits, many different agencies that we have have become um, responsible for overseeing and protecting wetlands. So we're on the right track, um, but wetlands just in general, you know, they haven't received as much recognition as say, you know, prairie or forest. So where can we visit wetlands to, to I think a lot of people will appreciate wetlands and what they're capable of doing if they get to visit them. Are there places around Illinois that we can? Yeah, there are a few places that I would suggest that have some unique examples of wetlands right here in our state. Um, one is a location in southern Illinois um, called the Cache River State Natural Area, and that's located in Johnson County. So it's an Illinois Department of Natural Resources site, and it has a fantastic interpretive center called the Barkhausen Cache River Wetland Center, full of educational exhibits to view before heading out on your hike or canoe trip. And the wetland type featured in the cache is a forested swamp, specifically a cypress tupelo swamp. So this location in the cache is one of the northernmost sites of this habitat type in the United States. So when you visit, you'll feel like you're much further south in the US. Um, this forested swamp has surface water most of the year, with iconic green duckweed covering the surface of the water. Some plants that you can see there, besides bald cypress and water tupelo, is American strawberry bush, feather foil, copper iris, giant cane, spider lily, swamp rose, among many others. And many of these plants only occur in this area in Illinois, so it's a great place to go and see them.
If you're in the cache, the Heron Pond Trail is a great place to hike. You can go out on a floating boardwalk that takes you into the swamp. Um, and you can also canoe or kayak in certain areas of the Cache River, uh, which is very unique experience. The water um, is pretty much very still. Um, so it's a different kind of experience being out on the water. And you can get right up close to cypress knees and even get right next to the state champion bald cypress tree, which is really cool. On the other side of the state, in northern Illinois, you can visit Volo Bog State Natural Area, which is in Lake County. And it is a quaking bog, the southernmost open water quaking bog in North America. This bog formed from an old glacial lake, and it's been filling in with poorly decomposed plants for many, many years. They have a boardwalk as well. Currently it's under repair, but there's other trails that are still open you can hike on and explore. Um, they also have a visitor center in a renovated dairy barn. And when you're out hiking, you can look for pitcher plants, um, sphagnum moss, like we talked about with bogs, cinnamon ferns, sensitive ferns, and tamarack trees on your hike. So in Illinois, we're lucky because we have the southernmost quaking bog and we have the northernmost forested cypress tupelo swamp. So both of these locations can give you a taste of the wonder of wetlands. Great. So where can we go for more information? Okay, the Illinois Natural History Survey has some useful information on wetlands and updates on current research, as well as the EPA also has lots of great information on wetlands. Very good. Well, for another edition of Spotlight on Natural Resources, this has been Bill Weissner and Aaron Garrett. 